Hello everyone and welcome back to the 343 Football Podcast. It's your host Jaffa and I'm once again joined by Kudama. Hello. Daud. Hello. And Ali. Hi. So the two European finals happened this week and uh, our entire podcast this uh, you know for this episode is going to be European themed including my trivia question. Um, so we will see who gets it this time. I, I think I've made it tricky but one of you guys surely will know this. Mm-hmm. Barcelona won their first Champions League in 1992. Who did they beat to win it. Yes, Milan. Milan. Incorrect. Wow. Juventus? Uh, it isn't Juventus. Club Bruges. No, I feel like it's a <laughs> team that's no longer like participating. Ajax? Yeah, the, the hint is that this team hasn't probably been yeah. in the last 15 Champions League editions. Like, it's a team that was in it in the 90s, but not in the 2000s really. At all? I, I can't say for certain if they haven't been in the whole 21 years, but... You, you like when you, when I say the name and the answer, you're better. Like, what the hell? Would have never thought these would be in the final. Uh, you have to get the country. I'm guessing Red Star Belgrade. I was gonna say nope, Red Star. But I like the Lions. It's an Eastern European team. I remember it. I remember the. F- Stuart like. Bucharest. Now you guys are going too far into Europe. It's still okay. Hint. It's still a top uh, five league in Europe. Lisbon, oh. Porto, Benfica, Marseille. I said top five league in Europe, and he goes to the Portuguese club. That's not even a top five <laughs> league, man. How is it? Where's uh, it? It's not. not we can debate about that later on. It's all good. Um, um, is it Marseille? It isn't Marseille. Lyon? Uh, I'm going to drop a hint uh, to make it easier. It's an Italian club. Palma. Fiorentina? Nope. Uh, Roma? Nope. Uh, Inter Milan? No, no, no. This is a team that hasn't participated, so... This is uh, embarrassing for us. Well, a team in Italy. What we could do is go literally down... <laughs> Napoli? No, it can't be Napoli, can it? Nah, Calgary. 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 I think that's how you... Calgary? Bologna. Bologna, yeah. No, we're just listening. I'm just trying to think of like another hint because rather than just listen to the clubs, let's see another hint. List a player that like has played for them. Uh, It's not Lazio, it's not Roma. Kodama, this might be, actually if I say this clue then you'll be the only one who gets it. Um, Well then don't say the clue. Yeah, yeah, I won't, I won't, I won't. Uh, Even then I'll be, actually I feel like Kodama has has it still getting it wrong. Okay. Think of a player who played for this team. Not recently, just like around that era maybe. If you know anyone from I'll be honest, I can't even think of any of their former players. <laughs> Google yeah. the lineup that day and see if there's going to be someone that we might recognise. Yo, but stop looking that side, man. All right, all right. Look that way. 1992, so what? Is that the final that Coleman scored that free kick to win it? It is, yeah. So um, you've got something on it. I remember seeing the highlights, man. You know when you're just bored and watching YouTube football highlights, man. I remember watching this. What the heck? I feel like... <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was a... Is, is it a club thing. that's still in the uh, first division? It like is, yes. Si- uh, yeah, Serie A. Torino? Nope. Man. I feel like you guys got to get it by just listing Serie A. Palermo? At this point. It's not Palermo. Palma. It's not Palma or Hellasura. Crotone? Crotone? Crotone. 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 Sassuolo? Genoa? Hmm? Sassuolo, We're just listing Genoa. the Serie A table at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you're still missing that team. Spezia? Spal? Nope. Sassuolo? Spagbol. Nope. What the heck is this? This is crazy. How many teams left in? I have, I've literally exhausted it. Um, well, it's not Atalanta and all that. Uh, it can't be. Because they only made the Champions League. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Right. Does it begin um, with C? It doesn't begin with C. I'm just trying to get you a player that plays for them. If I told you Gaston Ramirez plays for them right now. Oh, oh, it's Sampdoria. Yes, there we go. 
Oh my Gaston Ramirez. God. Sampdoria. The link that I hinted was going to give is that we've seen them in the flesh. We watched them play against Newcastle and St. James's in a friendly. Antonio, uh, Antonio Cassano used to play for them, didn't he? Antonio Cassano, yes. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have got that. Oh yet. my God. All right, so Ali gets the points. I completely forgot, man. Back to back. Bitches. I thought, so, <laughs> you know, as I was thinking Sassuolo, but then obviously Sampdoria. Nah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't even know how many seasons uh, Sampdoria has been in the Champions League, but they've made the final. Yeah, oh, I, do, I do remember that. Obviously, do I, Any half points for remembering the... Only nah, you like got to give a 0.25. How many, uh, you know, yeah, to clues did you give? Yeah, to the free kick is pretty cool. But we'll get straight into another team who was in Champions League final but didn't win it. Manchester City. And Chelsea played it out. 1-0 victors, Chelsea. I mean, before the game, you would give the favourites tag to Man City purely based on the resources, purely based on the fact that they won the league while Chelsea struggled to even finish fourth, to be honest, the way their season ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Tuchel effect has been well-known and really... Uh, you know, he, he elevated the team's level to the point where they reached the FA Cup final, which they just fell short in. This time, they succeeded. But the first point of interest I want to talk about in this match is Pep Guardiola's selection, man. Kodama, like, is uh, obviously there's a lot of memes all the time with Pep Guardiola like overthinking big games, not just the final, but like semi-finals and quarter-finals. Do you think it w- we saw another case of that for this one? At this point, I don't know if, uh, if Guardiola's overthinking or he's just... He's trying to self-sabotage in some weird subconscious way where he just, he, I don't know, he can't really see himself winning with a different team than Barcelona. It's really, really weird, man. Like, you know, the memes about Man City fans tweeting Pep's daughter telling it, not to, uh, tell your dad not to overthink the game. <laughs> what? Yeah, you've seen that. Yeah, nah. they would be like in, a, in the comments on Insta and stuff, like, tell your dad not to overthink the game and stuff. <laughs> so it's, it's just bizarre at this point. He's done it at Bayern Munich. He's done it uh Man City multiple times now. Is it just Pep Guardiola's deficiency as a manager? Or is it like, you know, I feel like when people say overthinking, it's kind of a protective term on Guardiola. I feel like at this point now, it's just it's just a deficiency in his management. Mm. He, maybe it's nerves or a lack of belief in his team or him just trying to cement himself as this great tactician. So he's like, oh, I'll do something crazy for the final. But you say it's backfired once again. You say lack of belief, but he said that they were the best members of his squad to play that match on that day. No, obviously he's going to come out into the media and say, look, this is the selection. I'm going to back it, say, you know. No, you said that before. You said that match. before. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. pre-match. Yeah, he yeah. said, like, um, he did say, so, yeah, he did say that he think, thinks this is the best team for the game. But obviously he's going to say that, though. Yeah, and he did something similar to um, uh, Leon the year before. Yeah. Uh, where his tactics were just, you know, it, it was a bit disrespectful. Was it started with a back back three against Lyon and that back yeah. five? He did it against Bayern. He, he changed against, it up a bit. Do you remember against Real Madrid when he did it with Bayern? Was it? Yeah, yeah it was Bayern Real Madrid. Bayern. But yeah. what what do you think the main what do you think the main problems with her, her, the formation was though? I mean, well, th- this is what I was going to come to because do you not think uh, none of us on this table know anything about football coaching, right? No, but I don't. Surely, know. surely, but if you had to select that team, my FM's record is otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> you would put F- Fernandinho in there at least, Ali, right? Like Fernandinho, it's criminal that he wasn't in the starting well, eleven. Well, Fernandinho, Rodri have been playing so many games, and he's played Gundogan there. And why would you play? Well, Gundogan used to be a defensive midfielder at Dortmund. And obviously, he's changed his game. He's became more of an attacking player. He's been making late runs in the box. Why change it? Yeah. Why change something which was in the biggest not game? Broken? Yeah, yeah. In, in in his biggest game for Man City, and it was against Chelsea as well. Like Tuchel didn't even need to do anything. You know, I think that lineup just said Man City bottling it. They've yeah. done it like like Adama said. They've done it many times. Did it against Leon. Um, did it against 
Spurs, um, Botley against Liverpool, and same with Monaco. Yeah. I think... Um, Do you think they really bottled it, though? Yeah. Come I, on, mate. Come I think on. this one definitely... I mean, was it one shot on target all game? Would you say if KDB was still there? I don't even think they had a, like, a problem. I don't think KDB would have made a difference. I don't remember Mendy making a save. No, I disagree. No. Completely disagree. KDB would have made a massive... He's the only person who plays with emotion on uh, on the pitch for City. He was on there for like, what, 60 minutes. Didn't really fashion anything for the like for his teammates, really. He yeah, didn't... but with things changing with the uh, subs, Fernandinho coming on, things were changing and stuff like that. He but could have know, had a more free role. Yeah, but you look at that ball which Mount played. It was a beautiful ball. Yeah, but I think that could have been that that could that could have been stopped if yeah, there was a whole midfielder there. Yeah. Fernandinho would have seen that. Everyone saw that pass. Yeah, and had the exact. He's same amazing at cutting off the passing lanes, yeah. isn't he? Like Everyone saw yeah. that yeah. pass and was like, "Oh, but if Fernandinho was there, that wouldn't have happened." Because it's obvious. Do you reckon he was a bit like he looked at Kante's performances against Real Madrid and he thought maybe starting a DM or too many DMs would be detrimental to being able to play out of their press? Because you know Chelsea in the midfield battles have absolutely like. You know, t- torn it apart against some really good midfielders. You know, Modric, Cruz, and Casemiro couldn't really stand a chance against their midfield. Didn't no, do I mean it's possible, but like he still didn't like. Not only was the lack of the Fernandinho inclusion like baffling to me, but also his use of Bernardo Silva. And I feel like Bernardo Silva went from being like this prime playmaker at Monaco. Obviously, he's had some spells of really good form at Man City as well. It's not like he's been a flop or anything he's like been, that. Yeah, he's been absolutely amazing. But there's amazing so many times. games in Man City when I'm watching and I actually forget Bernardo's playing until he's like subbed off in the 60th minute or something. <laughs> he's like, why Guardiola doesn't have like, okay, you're not going to stumble onto a Xavi Iniesta Busquets midfield ever again. That's that's like, that is one sometimes people say, use the word generational. That's what that means. You're not going to get a midfield like that. But you're not really helping yourself by like, it was such a, like a clustery se- selection. Like, like we said, uh, Gundogan, he's not used to being the defensive linchpin in that midfield anymore. He's, you know, he's mm-hmm. made goal contributions this season like he probably never has before. So to withdraw him like that in your midfield is a problem already. And then to have Bernardo just doing nothing, no cycling of possession, no... Yeah. Like his press... I feel like the Man City press was off as well. Like Chelsea did not struggle to... Well, don't get me wrong, they didn't dominate the ball. But they did not struggle to play out their own half or like make stupid errors that caused Man City chances as well. Like the Man City press, there was something wrong with it in that game. Yeah, I agree. There was yeah. times in the game where I was like, you were just waiting for the momentum to shift back to the, you like back to the expectation to see City dominate the ball. Chelsea struggled to make out of their own half, but that never came in the game. Like yeah. it, w- it wasn't a typical Manchester City game where you see them pass the ball to death and eventually create so many openings that they were bound to score one. I just don't understand why he abandoned that principle that actually finally got him to the Champions League final. He, you know, starting Sterling as well back on the wing when he w- he's been in dire form all season. I don't think he started any Champions League matches, did he? Since they got the group stages. Yeah, and you know, makes the final, and it's not like he justified it because he wasn't playing that well in the Premier League. He either. started he's... all right, Sterling. I remember the first ten minutes, I was thinking, oh, he's making these dangerous runs. Oh, you you see that? Like, you know that looped ball over? Uh, was it from Medicine? Mm. And then he took it on his touch, and you said, oh, it was a great touch. But I completely disagree. A world-class striker or world-class winger would take the touch in and set himself up with that touch. And I can, I, you know, it's the goal that you said last week about um, um, the, the 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 goal of the season where Trent obviously did a long ball and uh, uh, Salah's touch. Shakiri, um, but yeah, yeah oh, sorry, Shakiri. Sorry, my apologies. Um, Shakiri did a long ball and uh, Salah's touch was perfect in a sense where he set himself up for that little. Mm-hmm. Um, Dinkish type of uh, finish, um, whereas whereas the uh, Sterling one, I thought that was his prime chance to to cement a goal there and then. Mm. 
and he didn't. It was it was a bit of a fumbly touch. It was. Yeah, yeah but but tre- um, but Sterling is not Salah. Salah's a lethal goal scorer, and he's proven that this season, even when Liverpool's form dipped. But so was Sterling. Sterling was Sterling a lethal goal scorer. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was, but he was more of a getting on the end of chances where Salah but has always been the fashion no, no, zone chances type of player. No, no, I'm not. I'm not comparing them. I'm saying that comes to your point where actually, why did he start him? Because this shows his rustiness. This shows his confidence level. Yeah. Fe- prime Sterling. I bet you he would have had a better touch. I bet you he would have had a touch where it would lead him uh, towards the goalkeeper and actually had some room yeah. and space to have a shot. Yeah, it's I weird like that you use the term. What? Sorry. This yeah, is hindsight yeah. in retrospect, so it's easy to say this, but one of the changes I would have made was put Fernandinho in there and uh, take off Bernardo and put Foden, uh, sorry, take off Sterling, sorry. Yeah, yeah I would say Sterling, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what he did uh, against PSG. I, I would have done that and I would have went to Raheem Sterling. Look, win. Go win the Champions League for Manchester City. Go make some history. Off the bench type of thing. Yeah. Do you yeah. not think that he said that to every single person though? No, he's saying off the but, bench. But, like but I'm Ster- saying like extensions oh, on right. the bench. Right, like, like well, motivate like, him. Like, yeah. like Ster- Sterling's a guy which works yeah. on confidence. I watched him at Liverpool. Brendan Rodgers brought that out of him. Yeah. You know, yeah, he yeah. played with played players like Sturridge, Coutinho, Suarez, Gerrard. Yeah, you yeah. know, and he works on conf- confidence, let's be honest. And yeah, within the la- last past year, there might be some you know personal issues we don't know, but he's dropped off. Yeah, you know, 100%. So. Yeah. It's, he's getting uh, transfer rumours now, as you know, as the summer starts and the, uh, the rumour mill starts spinning. The um, whole Man City squad's nearly off for sale, the way that well, the papers are going. Ra- raise, funds <laughs> for, raise funds for Kane, yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, but Sterling's getting sorry. linked to Arsenal now. And it's funny you say that prime. Ain't happen, no. Like you're talking about prime Sterling in the past tense when he's only 25. 20, like, t- 26 and. He still had he still had a good season last season the season before last three four seasons he had great seasons, like the the guy can have a bad season like oh yeah you know yeah, I mean he's, yeah, it's he's, not still, he's still he's performing pretty back. good yeah he's still performing pretty good he's, he's just nowhere I'll yeah, tell you what numbers, though right, he, perf- right. he performed better than Pulisic all season all these Americans are hyping Pulisic up got like four goals or this many assists <laughs> or whatnot Sterling's worst season is better than Pulisic yeah. we'll we'll definitely touch on that man we'll definitely give it a Chelsea perspective in a moment but. <laughs> Another Man City lineup uh, sort of situation that I was thinking about was De Bruyne was the false nine, and there was no space for Aguero or Jesus. Would you guys have actually included Aguero at least? It's his last match for Man City. He said, I remember there was a famous interview he said a few years ago. He's like, I'll leave Man City when we win the Champions League. So it could have been like a fairy tale ending for him. Yeah. Like, why not start him? Is is he that finished? Surely not. If Barcelona still want him. Nah, he's you know? a match winner, isn't he? Uh, if you if you had motivated him enough and told him, uh, you know, you can go back in your Twitch streams after the Champions League match. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think he would have would have uh, done well. He's still fit. He's still got you know an amazing touch. He's got the movement. He's got everything that they wanted. But I don't know if Pep wanted that type of formation going into yeah, the Chelsea game, like and that's the that difference. That, um, Pep in the end doesn't really didn't really trust Aguero, did he? Like. Well, I don't know if he um, didn't trust them. It was more like, it was like because this formation, this formation, this type of li- lineup has worked. It's worked in the prem. It's wor- it's worked in the sense where they've absolutely dominated the teams. It's like, it's like it's like a, it's like a snake constantly jabbing at its prey. It was like that. That's how Man City were playing, and because they've got such high attacking and pressing, uh, uh, pressing forwards, it was always you know on. And that didn't really need that, you know, having a striker there would have took that one person out of that uh, frame of that attacking press. Whereas I think that's where Pepper was thinking, OK, you know what, this is has worked in the past. The the lads know how to how to play like that. If we do the same thing at Chelsea, mm. we'll make them look like l- little boys compared to us. 
and we've uh, cemented but, the Champions League. But the issue is Tuchel's had his number since he's came to Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, oh, one hundred percent. There's been a lot of analysis about the three uh, the three different losses that Man City have uh, suffered at the hands of Chelsea, and they said that they tried uh, different setups each time as well. So it wasn't just like a repeat of the same match, was it? Like, yeah. Tuchel's genuinely had tactical battles again, and we come out on top each time. Oh, one hundred percent. Even even the Champions League. I mean, come on, we, he absolutely outclassed them. Yeah, but I feel like him. in the in the Champions League, it was mostly down to Man City shooting themselves in the foot. To be honest, I don't think Chelsea themselves. Are you being serious? Yeah, I mean, like Let, let's Chelsea, talk about Chelsea's performance. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, Chelsea played it. I feel like Chelsea's performance was summed up by the individual performances themselves. Every player on that Chelsea team looked like they were playing their last ever Champions League game, let alone the final. Throwing their body on the line, so running their like legs off. They were they were. Isn't like, everybody's individual performance makes it into a team performance? No, no. What I mean is like, like the cohesive performance of no, all the, of Chelsea all the yeah. wasn't like you know when you see a team firing on all cylinders, you know, smooth passing stuff like that. It was most like everyone had a job and they did it, you know, perfectly. Look at the back line, Reese James, Rudiger. You could have given one of the match. I mean, I thought Silva went off. It, it was that was it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Christensen. No, I just, I just thought suspect. Johnny Evans there, man. F- FA Cup type of story. You know, Evans comes up, comes off, gets injured. FA Cup final. Same thing for Silva. I, I kind of felt like that Chelsea was just going to win this somehow. And mm. t- you see, Tuchel was there getting all the Chelsea fans all hyped up as well. Yeah. And he was up for it. Uh, Pep seemed deflated. Well, like 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 Kadam has just said, they were well. they were all up for it. They were all yeah. doing the job. They were all doing everything that Tuchel has said. Um. However, were Man City not doing the job? I thought the Man City uh, players were trying hard. It just they were trying things that weren't working. So why c- continuously do it? And to be fair, since the subs were made, I thought they were made a bit too late. Um, things did change up. It was more Man City on the front foot for the last you know yeah, ten fifteen I, minutes at least. I read a lot of people saying like, oh, when Fernandinho did come on, everyone was saying, oh, look at how few chances Chelsea created afterwards. But I feel like that is. Uh, that's just how the game would always go when you're yeah exactly one One team's defending the Champions League final they're not going to be like yeah Yeah. let's push for more there's no goal difference on the line here I agree so it's hard to tell but I mean at the end of the day you know cliche as it is football's about the finer details you know maybe Foden's chance doesn't get blocked that goes in I just don't think Chelsea you know on the offensive side of things played like a blinder you know, one goal. Yeah. No, was, no, they uh, definitely didn't. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to so say. So, let's like, talk about, uh, like, the Tuchel impact as well. So, Ali, I'll ask you this question, right? <laughs> are Chelsea actually the best team in Europe? This, like, by winning the trophy, does that make that's them That's a great so? question. Are they the best team in Europe? Are they the or best? Or did they just win the match that, that defines them as, as such? They just won the match. I don't think they are the best team in Europe. Uh, that could go to Bayern Munich. Uh, yeah. Bayern Munich, when they came up against PSG, um, they we lost, lost Golski, yeah. let's be honest. Like, like, if he was playing, you know, we we could have seen the Chelsea Bayern Munich final again. Yeah. And I think Bayern Munich would have been so up for that. The reason I'm asking you that question, that means we've got to give a lot of credit to Tuchel, right? For getting yeah, yeah. that position. No, for, for sure. And like, I, I said that from day one. Yeah. I was like, like Tuchel's going to win something with Chelsea. You know, Chelsea were not going to win anything under Frank Lampard. Yeah. And I stuck by that and I kept saying that for weeks. I said, watch when Tuchel comes in. Yes, he he's a bit dramatic. He causes some issues as a board, but he's gonna win. He's gonna win some for Chelsea. Yeah. And I was quite disappointed that he actually won the Champions League. I was like, if it was the FA Cup or something, I wouldn't really give us stuff. <laughs> but it kind of hurts a bit more because you know, Champions League, Liverpool dominate that in England. So, um, well, it's only their second one. They've got a long ways to go. To yeah, but still, that. you know, yeah. uh, more to Liverpool. So sods Chelsea. Don't <laughs> give us stuff about them. But let's be honest. If you look at 
what made a difference in that game was Conte was there, Fernandinho wasn't. Yeah, let's talk about know, that, 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 that guy covered 30% of the world. That's specimen, man. <laughs> Do you reckon, uh, is it too early or too stupid to say Ballon d'Or? Ballon d'Or. I heard that, I heard that. Um, nah, it's, I Levin, don't think it And I'm not hating Kante because he's incredible and he has been incredible, but the Ballon d'Or, you give it across a full stretch, like the whole yeah. year, he's got to be playing at elite level. He, don't get in, he hasn't been terrible. He just hasn't played at a Ballon d'Or level the entire time. That's, yeah. that's my A opinion. lot of people have asked me that. Yeah. I, I give a low goal ski. That guy's just been well. getting goals in. And he's he's been very consistent about it. And if he wasn't injured, he would have even broke that record of good Malez a lot quicker. Okay, so, okay. But let, let, let me let me ask you this, right? Okay, my, I agree with you. that I say, Like, my mind says Lewandowski, but, my, like, my heart says Kante just because, you know, I love the way... Like, he's such a unique no, player. No, I get that. Well. I get that. I would love, I, I'd love Kante to win it. But here's but, my question, right? Yeah, go for it. Without Lewandowski, does Bayern Munich still win the Bundesliga? Yeah, but we're talking about the well, Champions Kante, League. Without Kante, does Chelsea even make it to the final of the Champions League? See, I don't like. I actually think that Bayern would struggle to win the Bundesliga without him. You reckon? Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. I, I don't know. I don't Look know, how many like, goals he scored. It wasn't like a twenty-goal campaign. Forty goals. I don't know. Yeah. If you if, you, if you have Coleman, but I feel like the if team you have Coleman, Gnabry, anyway. and Sane up front, I think that's still gonna yeah, narrowly I win like Bayern Munich. Nah, I mean, if Chilwell is your number one. Nah, I'm, nah I'm not saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this number one. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I just think it's more like Kante has more of like importance. He's done it to win a bigger competition than the Bundesliga. See, yeah, fair enough. Forty goals is, is incredible, but I don't. Yeah, think but who's that season when Van Dijk? I think when Messi everyone has a more credible Van Dijk case for the Ballon d'Or than uh, Kante does. To be honest with you, you performance-wise, yeah. I think Messi has a more People, credible case than Lewandowski. The to thing me. is, right? Recency bias does this, especially when the Champions League final comes around. You remember who, who was amazing in the lead-up and who was amazing in the final? But, Kante was. But, but wait for the Ballon d'Or is about the week-to-week ninety-minute performances against your like Osasunas or your West Broms, and you know what I mean. Like these, these performances matter, man. That's there's an accumulation of performances. Yeah, but it's still only it's it's still only June. But ju- just wait when the Euros comes. Yeah, it's a premature discussion. Yeah, it's a premature discussion. France win the Euros, and but he's in the yeah, conversation. He's, he's in me. conversation for it. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. yeah. I'll I'm, you, not gonna, yeah I'm not going to. I'm not going to take that from, yeah. from him, to be honest. That's fair. I reckon we just need to get the propaganda machines stirring, man. Get the hashtags <laughs> out. Can't for Ballon d'Or. We, we could do. It. Well, Dominic Cummings is in a job. Uh, is in a, in a job. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a he's a master. That's a PR team. You know what to do. <laughs> so, oh, man. does this Champions League victory for Chelsea make them the biggest club in London? Obviously, the other uh, the other option is Arsenal, because all the other <laughs> ones. Are, it's not going to be Tottenham. It's not going to be Crystal Palace. Tottenham? Like, Who? Are they the only? In, they're the only <laughs> London team to have won a Champions League. They're yeah. the only. Or do you think Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea have won it twice, and they've been the most successful football club in England the last twenty years. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You know. They've started winning stuff in Europe. They've I mean, ta- the time when Roman Abramovich is taking over Chelsea, he's won two more, more, two more Champions Leagues in Manchester United. Well, one more actually, Manchester United won the same amount as Liverpool, and they've dominated it domestically. Like yeah. no, the, Chelsea. But how much does Arsenal's like oh, history well. give them that? You know, uh, history can take it so far. You know, yeah. um, like they're not taking it far enough recently. Yeah, and FA Cups as well. Yeah. Yeah, but Arsenal, like, it took them nine years to win an FA Cup. Mm. You know, Chelsea wins stuff on a regular basis. Given another 10, 15 years, then the conversation will probably be Chelsea is for sure the biggest club in, in London. Yeah, if they go on the same you know, trajectory. But yeah. but it's it's going to happen eventually. You look at the decline of Arsenal, you look at the coach you have, you look at the board. There's a lot going on there that you could talk two hours about that. <laughs> so, you know, uh, is London blue? Yeah. Well, how much I, does the fan base like size make a difference? Because Arsenal 
are pretty much still the world. Half of them still think Wenger are in. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, half of those are deluded. Tottenham fans, you know, they can't really say anything. And then Chelsea fans or sometimes even Arsenal fans or Man City fans, depending on what mood they're in, if they're on a period or not. So we don't know. Um, but if you're talking about as a football club alone, London's blue. I mean, they're just... Like, they've got an owner that's probably the only one out of the, uh, you know, them, the big three in London, Tottenham, Arsenal and Chelsea, that seems to just have a bottomless pit of money in investing mm-hmm. on the football. Look at their academy. They're the ones bringing out most of the talent in, in London. You know, they're constantly the top of the league despite the revolving door of managers. I mean, does it really matter who's the big? They are the biggest, in my opinion, but, like, yeah. who cares, really? No, I just want to see because, like, obviously... Arsenal have only been in one final. They lost it to Barcelona, which is no, you know, it's not a big shame really. And uh, th- but they've always had this thing like Arsenal, pride of London, the best club in London. So I've just wondered how much of a say Chelsea and their fans now have a say in saying. Yeah, oh, Troops, I mean, I mean, the Troops from Arsenal fan TV side, London is blue. Yeah, but Put it like that. <laughs> I think there's more to it than that. It's obviously the stadium, um, the infrastructure, all the that. The stadium, Stamford like, Bridge could... is older than damn bl- the damn bloody Emirates. I know that's what Come I'm trying on, to say. Like, that's what I'm trying to say, man. I'm, I, what I'm trying to say is like what uh, Daniel Levy is trying to do is obviously it's not nothing working he's on the pitch. Trying to do it through infrastructure, isn't yeah, it? infrastructure. Yeah. The uh, you know, like the the worldwide uh, appeal of everything. Um, he just needs to get it right on the pitch, and that's I think Chelsea have been lagging behind for ages. You know, the Battersea uh, factory that they were going to take that's over. In the news all the time. It never I seems know. to have any. Right, I, I want to ask you all a quick question: If Roman bought Tottenham because he was in talks with Tottenham at the time as well to buy Tottenham if he bought Tottenham do you think he would have brought them the same success that Chelsea have yeah I do I do because in this modern era of football money is money is king and yeah. uh, if he's willing to spend the same exact amount of money then what's so are we I mean, talking about like the likes of Drogba and that being in, being in well, Tottenham well yeah. it's ifs and buts but yeah more yeah. or less yeah like that, that type of quality yeah yeah of course I mean of course you, you're not going to like um, fail with the the level of care he's taken to, in terms of the squad. Mm. It's funny as well because a lot of football success always seems to depend on um, managerial stability. But Chelsea thrive off the total chaotic. Like, oh, if your manager's won the double, if he's struggling in the next season six months in before anything's decided, he's out. Like, he, he's got such a like a cutthroat nature with with management hiring. So how, yeah. how have Chelsea actually retained such a successful yeah. uh, repetition with I mean, that in mind? Which is really at, annoying. Look yeah. at Real Madrid in Spain. They, they're not on the same level as Chelsea per se, but... They have a very cutthroat uh, standard that they hold all of their managers to. I mean, Zidane's just left for the second time. Who like you know, it's only a matter of months before. Lord Carlo coming in for the second time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so if you're not doing well, off you go, mate. Whoever can do a better jobs in for now, you might be getting. Yeah, but my again. point about that is like, how how the hell are Chelsea so good when they? Like, yeah, but they I'm saying at the same time, managers. like this this model works because. If your job's constantly on the line, you're going to be forced to perform. I think that is the mm. ethos that the manager of Chelsea has to like. You know, or they just collapse and get sacked. Or collapse and get yeah, sacked, but it's sink or swim. It. It's you know, if your job isn't necessarily on the line, you might psychologically, you know, it might. Yeah, because like I'm guessing, how thing. how many times has Azpilicueta um, went through? Azpilicueta. Uh, Azpil. Oh, sorry. Just say it, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Good old Caesar, right? Good all you need is Caesar asking for the quieter man. That's you know, all. You know Dave, yeah. Um, so he's he's had loads of up and up and downs uh, with uh, Chelsea. Yeah. And you you got to think like actually, you know, what about what for the players? What what is changing? You know, fair enough. I, I would say a lot of players 
uh, in a team that doesn't change that much over the years, but the manager changes a lot. Do you not think the changes of uh, the tactical approach would be disorientating? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so Qudama's argument about this uh, cutthroat, or oh, if if you don't win your route, and that performs better. But what about the players? Like, they have yeah, constant because the players have been new management similar. style, yeah, but new if, training if, session. If you look at the styles, Mourinho, Conte, like Thomas, they've got similar styles when they brought someone like Sarri in. To that play. was a huge upheaval. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So yeah. it's not totally different. Yep. Um, Tactics on a training pitch itself, mm. um, probably the trailing drills, things like that will be dif- different. But I think they all think quite similar, except sorry. I, 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 I disagree. It must be a tactical thing because the, the players must be yeah. the players are really really good. They will, they, you know, yeah, exactly. a, a lot of them are world class. But some seasons, especially the bad seasons, you're thinking, oh, they're not cut out for the for the top four. Uh, I used to think that as well. And now you the the half of them are Champions League winners. Like Kurt, uh, well, Zuma. All of them really. Well, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Zuma, he's a Champions League winner. I remember Tony Rudiger. You know, we were thinking, is he even going to stay in Chelsea? Yeah. Uh, Chris, uh, Christensen. Loads of people are saying he's not good enough for the top four. Yeah. And he now played look at amazingly him. after coming Ex- on for Thiago Silva. Exactly, yeah. and he was always destined to be great. Yet because of the change of managers, the d- uh, differences in terms of trust with those players, send them out on loan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It works somehow. Well, yeah, it works. the Chelsea Academy's done well. You have to give credit to that. Oh yeah, yeah they've yeah. they've many, they've. Like, uh, it's like yeah. a, he's like an evil henchman. Um, he's like an even what? villain. What the um, uh, breeding these kids uh, for you know just to just <laughs> to get them domination. On. Yeah, honestly. But you throw enough stuff at the wall and eventually sticks. I mean, cast cast a uh, wide net is the philosophy at the Chelsea Academy, man. They've got like nations worth of players. Uh, oh, hundred percent. But do you reckon uh, that's going to change now with Thomas Tuchel, or do you reckon? Roman nah, will no, man. For nah. a second, so the managers don't have shit on anything like that, man. I, I don't think so, anyways. I'll give Tuchel no, no, I mean two like years, the, max. The revolving yeah. door policy. Two yeah. years, max. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, two years, max. And it's not because he's bad. Or he that's what you were Chelsea. Like, I just think that the slightest bit of fraction, that's it. Like it, it, friction, sorry. Like it won't, it won't uh, end well. That, that's I mean, it's Chelsea, the fir- first time you met uh, the. Um, the chairman was. Yeah. Uh, on the Champions League. I just think back to that's mad, isn't it? Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. First time you met him. Fair enough. I just think well, like, I'm sure he's met him on Zoom calls and that. Do you remember that uh, when Possibly. Chelsea won it in 2012 and uh, as they were going up to lift the trophy and Di Matteo spots him and goes, "I won it." And I got some imagine from yeah, I'm sacking you in a couple of months, mate. <laughs> You're not last. I know moment. because yeah, like just take away that he's... magic of the moment, like see it. <laughs> Do you think Frank Lampard will be taking credit for this or not? <laughs> I think he, he gets well, a medal, doesn't he? Because he managed for the. He majority, deserves some props, you know. He uh, the Champions League group stage that they played was amazing, and like they've got a very. Man, they had, who, who did they have like Krasnodar? They had they had Ren, they had Sevilla as well. Yeah, I mean, don't no, get me. It wasn't. Had, they had Ren who had. It wasn't a Finger play, yeah, Kamavinga plays for Rendon. Yeah, yeah. 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 It yeah. wasn't a group of death by any stretch, oh, yeah, but they yeah. barely conceded. Like I think it's the record amount of uh, yeah, the best defensive record in the Champions League season for a winner. Yeah, but have you, uh, have you seen the teams that came uh, came against? They came against Porto as well. Come yeah. on, like Real Madrid. Porto. Porto, Porto embarrassed Juventus. Like it's not. Yeah, big. but also Porto la- like two seasons ago was slapped, the, got slapped by Liverpool back to back. But Porto's one of the few teams that's not relevant to this discussion. That's not relevant. You're just bringing anything Liverpool. It's Porto, you know what I mean? Like... Like Porto are doing well. I could, I could probably score goals against Porto. I'm kidding. I I probably can't. But you know what? I think definitely. It's funny you say that. But Porto was one of the few teams that scored against them. That mad bicycle kick by. Yeah. So yeah, but we have to give props to to everyone associated with Chelsea. Man, Frank Lampard doesn't deserve any credit, man. I think the only credit he deserves is motivating Mason Mount because he's like, I did not rate him. I was like, this guy is an overrated mug. 
Honestly, you know, I, yeah, Mal, yeah, I didn't rate him at all. Yeah. Didn't rate Mal, didn't didn't rate Foden, and you know what? You didn't rate Foden. Nah, well, I was like, I was like, oh, Foden, you're wow. shit. Like you don't like your English wonder kids. Nah, I, I don't mind. I like Alexander Arnold. You know what I mean? Like, I like few of them. I like Saka. Le- I do like few of them. It's all <laughs> good. He made uh, Liverpool then. Alexander Arnold <laughs> made that plane by the skin of his teeth, man. Man, look, look, look. When when was Saka playing for Liverpool? You like Saka? Yeah, I think Saka's a good player. All right. Do you not think Saka's a good player? No, so uh, I think he's a bit overrated. Yeah, <laughs> I think Greenwood's a great player. Greenwood's shit. <laughs> I, th- I think Greenwood is better than Rashford at the moment. Uh, no, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, right. On that segue. I can sense, yeah, I can sense <laughs> how the conversation's going. Let me quickly finish what I'm saying. Go i just got to give credit to Mason Mount, man. What, yeah. what a quality player. Like, Top player. Like, great role. He's changed my mind. That's why he's in my and team this shout season. Shout out to Mount Kai Havertz for getting his very first Champions League goal as the Champions League winning goal. My Mike Bradley have uh, got that, and she's she's like six his, feet under. Uh, Come on, doesn't shout. give a. <laughs> no, I'll yeah, shout out his fruity language one. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that was great. <laughs> right, another thing that was great was the Europa League final, especially the outcome. <laughs> now oh. it was Villarreal. They're big to win their the first room. ever trophy as a club. Not a first here, party night for Villa, 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 Villarreal. Yeah, 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 not yeah. their first trophy in Europe, like or their first cup, their first, first trophy in general. And they succeeded. Ali, uh, can you give us your thoughts on the Europa League final? Like I said, the team in Spain had red panty night, but Manchester United shot themselves. We call it brown panty night here, man. You know, <laughs> Oli at the wheel. That wheel crashed. That, cause, um, that car has been written off, man. That guy has to go. Well, he could stay for me. I don't give a stuff. But, you know, at the time, he just, you know, when it came to it, he gagged and choked like a terrible hooker. Come Oof. on, Dal, tell me about this. Oof. What's going on? Well, what's going on? Yeah, what's going what's going on, Manchester United, um, man? You know, I bad prostitutes spending 80 million quid on Harry Maguire, you, you spending know, money on Bruno I, Fernandes. I, 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 you can't do anything. I you know, half the time Bruno Fernandes is bloody diving all over the pitch like a little bitch he is. I think we all we all what? I think we all we've we all, all seen we, we all what? Like we've all seen Marino's won like more Euro, Europa leagues than Manchester United have in the whole history. Facts. We're, I mean, you're fair enough, Europa League. Yeah. We're usually um, tying, you know, and going for the Champions League. That's I th- why. I think Marino's won I more. Wait, wait, I think Marino's won more trophies in the last four seasons than Manchester United have as well. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Obviously, we're in the transition, aren't we? So the longest transition of all time. Get out. Since when do you pay eighty million cent- uh, for a centre back in your transition period? Uh, I'm sorry. Lovely yeah. transition. You know, four years. Lovely, uh, he was injured, so I the mean, because you utilise him. Transition apparently. No. Hundred fifty million in back four. So. So. Damn. Uh, we yeah, all. Let him see if you can. So we all. We all. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about. Um, the the tactics because obviously we all know that the tactics tactics were terrible. What um, was it, Bazzi? What were the tactics? I actually want to know. Uh, no idea. Um, I, I I think it was just the standard, you know, trying to cross it in, trying and get Bruno to make some magic, trying to get Cavani to have some movement. They're, they're back for um, hats off to them. They played amazingly. They cut off a lot of things. We got unlucky with a few shots. Um, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, saying that, we didn't have hardly any shots. Uh, Rashford was absolutely piss poor. Uh, he couldn't dribble... He couldn't dribble past anybody, um, it, and it looked like he was getting more angry. And I was thinking, "Oh yeah, come on, like use that anger for something." Oh, it was just getting worse, man. Um, yeah, Rashford was suspect. He was really, really bad. Bruno just didn't turn up on that day. Pogba was playing well somehow. For some reason, he got um, uh, subbed off. Obviously, um, you know, by the sixtieth, seventieth minute 
I think Oli had already, um, you know, wanted to go for penalties, yeah. which pff, no idea. Um, the terms of in terms of uh, subs, the weirdest subs ever. Um, we weren't connecting our crosses when Cavani was making space, so why not put the best crosser in our team? So Alex Tellers yeah. didn't even put them on until uh, it just it didn't make any so of it make sense. Obviously, uh, you know the outcome was beautiful for everyone involved. But no, no, but sorry. My main point is obviously yeah. all those tactics, right? The, the main point is uh, Ollie's come out uh, uh, in a in an interview in the past and say he says, you know, I don't get angry. I don't get angry at my players. And that's one thing I I try and do. I think there's a place and time to be fucking angry about your players and say you know pull your pants up fucking perform do what you need to do um Villarreal um, Villa wanted it more than us um, yeah. they you know they they just were doing all their jobs we were thinking we would get an easy win and with that type of notion in our head in in the United in the United head we weren't even performing mm. Um, and I would love to see Oli just having a shouting match with his players on on, on the sidelines. The guy was was I doing nothing. I didn't see nothing. Oli shout. I did. I did. I did ah, he was. He, he wasn't. He wasn't angry. I've seen him. I've seen him shout normally. I've seen him shout normally. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We see all Martin just shout. But like being absolutely raging and fuming. The guy. He was just. He just. I don't know. I just don't understand what was going through his head. Obviously, you're not satisfied with the the outcome. But I've got a question going forward. Now De Gea oh, no. didn't okay. save any of the penalties. Well, in the that's another out. thing. Yeah, tactical. I said uh, yeah. there's loads yeah, sorry, of tactical just, reasons why. I just finished out like De Gea, right? Didn't save any of the penalties in the shootout. I think hasn't saved the penalties since 2016. Something about yeah. 30 or 40 faced. I'm not sure about the exact figure. Can you guys really keep him as number one, or is it Henderson's to keep? No, no, Dean Henderson's number one. That's Tom Heaton's number one. What are you on about? Isn't no, that no. guy got his medical done or something? No, no, Dean, <laughs> Dean Henderson's number one. He has been for the rest of the, for most of the season. Hmm. The, only, the he's um, the Gea's pl- playing his legacy matches. Hmm. He's playing his legacy See, matches. See, but there's been rumours I've heard that uh, Henderson's up for sale. Oh, yeah, um, because he missed what he, he wasn't starting one match. No, prim- no, no, there's quite a lot of rumours no, going no, on. No, 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 I've read about The Guardian, that. The Telegraph, you yeah, know, yeah. because he, he literally did not start one match, now he's up for sale, uh, it just didn't make yeah. sense. Um, uh, no, Dean Henderson's number one, he's number one for is, England now as well. It, but is he good enough for Manchester he, United? I think Pickford's still number one for England. Yeah, Pickford's still... There yeah. hasn't been I, any... I, I would personally say Henderson. I pers- personally, Henderson. Yeah. Well, I agree Southgate, with that. Southgate is still keeping Pickford's is, number is, one. Is he? Oh, well... Uh, uh, that's, how, that's what I believe anyway. Um, we'll you might want to check that because he's just they've just released that. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean he's not going to release a live um, in the first game. But but yeah, but yeah De Gea is playing his legacy matches. Dean Henderson cementing himself. We probably need to continue with De Gea. De Gea is still a really really solid keeper. Yeah, but if you've got pens, pens is all about fine margins. He should have done it to Cruel uh, Solskjaer and put, oh, uh, sorry, uh, Van Hal. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. What? Look at De Gea. He looked like a miserable dog. <laughs> I, d- I don't know if you guys saw him. He looked like he wasn't going to save anything. Yeah. The his miss was th- it was such a timid shot. Yeah, um, the other keeper showed him up how to take a penalty. Just and, oh my god, they yeah, were really. amazing with pens. Real pens. They Shout were amazing. Moreno, man. I mean, t- penalty man. To be fair, we we weren't uh, that bad in terms of English team standards. Being an English club, you know, we've got a horrible record with pens. Um, but yeah, just to hear. I just, yeah, uh, uh, Ollie, sh- Ollie would would have known. You know, D- Dean Henderson's actually pretty good against pens. Mm. He should have kept him on. De Gea just looked like he was just way the, too tired. The issue I had if this was my coach is obviously he made his subs late, but like, like he this is basic. Subs. Yeah, and it's basic coaching. You know, 
I'm telling you, I mean, we didn't need to slow down. It was already slowed down with their defending. They, no, were, they think, were doing think, an amazing job. I think Matic could have played play some balls through and could have got Cavani in. What? The same, the same way that Bruno was doing? It was. Have you a question for look, you? Look, 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 no, 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 why would you then start to focus on Bruno's the wings? Last why, few games, and he's have not been performing. No, no. Why yeah, would let's you talk about Bruno though? Let's talk about, let's Bruno. about Bruno, right? Okay. Big games. You know how long is it going to take for him to become consistently? Uh, Be consistent know, in big his, games. Yeah. Proving himself in in big games because at this stage it just looks like he can't do it when he the cast around him Brock. is not up to it. Like, like he's a great player in the prime. Look, as much as it pains me to say. But do you reckon if you know if the team around him doesn't improve rapidly, he's going to be forcing a move because he's, he's his ceiling is higher than what Manchester United is well, right now. Well, after the first season and securing a new contract, Pro- probably not. But in terms of um, performing consistent consistently in big matches, he needs to do that himself. Um, and I think the way that uh, Pogba's been playing better, I think it's because the limelight's off him. Once we get a few more players. It'll just be a revolving door with whoever turns up on on the day. Mm. Rashford on his day is amazing. Cavani on his day is amazing. He's pretty much like the more consistent. I know, but Dad, just imagine being Bruno. You know, you want to win a major trophy. You leave Sporting. Sporting win a league title, right? Mm. And he comes to Manchester United because he wants. He yeah, wants and we came second. And he's bottled it. And we came second. We were in a final. Yeah, but second, yeah, we're doing pretty well. No, but if you but contextualize you as good it, as Liverpool, contextualize it, season. Con, no, but contextualize it. Come on, the second place finish. You didn't. You went in a title run. You went in a title. You never were in a title run at all. When you were, you lost to Sheffield, um, and so, the yeah, final was a competition where you were the most expensive team in it by a long margin, and then you lost to a team oh, whose wait. entire population of the city they come from would fit into Old Trafford. Yeah. So that's not really impressive. I, mean, I don't I'm, think he's I'm satisfied li- with. I'm literally, with I'm literally saying, I'm literally saying that Oli got it wrong, not, and Bruno know that himself. Like Ali said about Lampard, that Chelsea wouldn't win a trophy under him. I don't think Manchester United will do anything, win any major honours under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Long may he reign. Uh, Long may he reign. I, I, I definitely think if he does something similar like this again, then yeah. If he learns from the mistake and does something about it, then I think, I think we're, we're going how, towards how the right has he direction. Been here for? I think we're going towards the right direction. How, how long has Ali been here for? Uh, what was it, 83 years? 16, 17. Mm. I don't think it was then, 16, 17. No, 16, 17. No, 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 no I'm just wondering when Liverpool win, got his... No, he's two years, final. man. What am yeah. I saying? 17, 18. Seven, I think it was... Seven, no, no, seven. it was 18, 19. 18, 19. Yeah, 18, it was two years, yeah, two uh, years. Uh, wait, 17, 18, you lost to Real. 18, 19, you won. 19... 20 yeah. PSG buy-in. <laughs> I'm working off Liverpool season, so I was wondering. Uh, nobody it's, cares it's, about Liverpool, man. Nobody no, cares. No, uh, no, where, were you, where were you this season? Were you, are you, uh, are you going to sign anybody <laughs> in this rate? Because you're not, you didn't even uh, um, challenge for the title this year. That's fine. I you don't know what give mean? a stuff. Yeah, it's the same shit. We're not talking Bruno. about Liverpool. I don't think about Bruno, mate. Think about Bruno flip, from flipping uh, Brighton, mate. That's the type of guy you're going to be signing. We just signed Kanati. What are you on about? Um, so, yeah. So no, wait, 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 wait. We so just signed Kanati, didn't we? Didn't, didn't Liverpool sign Kanati? Yeah, so, anybody so, can anybody can uh, um, activate a release clause. No, like he's officially signed out. Like, what are you on about? Like, you know, you know, what? I know, look, I know, I know you're going through some you, you issues know, right now because Manchester right. United are dog shite. But I just, I just want to quick, quickly talk about this. So, the reason why I brought Liverpool is because Liverpool got Mourinho sacked. That's when Oli came in. That's what I was working it on. I wasn't saying nothing about Liverpool. After, after I mean, literally about Liverpool. No, it really right. wasn't. I'm going to have to nip this one in the bud, boys, because. 
We've done our Shout out Vinnery He's overrated The team knows better Shout out Emery Put some respect on Emery's name Emery slapped up Arsenal and Man United Back to back Yeah put respect on Emery's name Count Emery And yeah Shout out Now The theme of our podcast In the next few weeks Is probably going to be More oriented towards You know any major transfers That break in the Euros When they start And the Copa America That concludes the 2021 domestic season Hasn't been the greatest, let's be honest, with the lack of crowds. Hopefully, the ne- next season, we can actually have, you know, bumper fixtures on a Saturday with six or seven games of match day to enjoy and a lot more football to dive into. And Fingers crossed, football. and we can even go to the matches as well. Yeah. When do you go to nope. Trafford? Uh, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> we'll when be, it opens up. We'll continue boycotting St. James' Park until Ashley's out. I think. Well, for, us anyway, for me anyway. Hashtag. There we hashtag, go. Hashtag. Well, thanks a lot for joining me, lads, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Cheers, Jeff. Bye. Bruce Bye. 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 Ha, ha, ha.